Greetings, Earthlings, and welcome to your weekly dose of newsy infotainment. It's Let's Be Treasonable, coming to you from various places in and around Los Angeles, including Treasonable Studios, with your cognitive dissidents on the panel this week. She is a comedian you've seen on Last Comic Standing. She is a mom and a contributor to the Huffington Post, as well as being the author of the children's book, Little Libby and the Right to Vote. Always a pleasure to have her with us. Katie Massa-Kennedy, welcome, Katie. Thank you. It is a pleasure to be here, and I will tell you that everything that you just said is absolutely true. You're Katie Massa-Kennedy, and you support this message. <laughs> well, that's, that's a good way to start, I think. Uh, especially we, We've had some technical difficulties this morning, so good to have the people on board, at least if the machines aren't. Also joining us, original panelist on this show, all the way from Altadena, author, performance artist, and resistrix. Ladies and gentlemen, always a pleasure. Erica Schickel. Welcome, Erica. Woohoo! All right. Happy to be here. Awesome. Right now, seeing out the end of the apocalypse with you guys. I'm digging the bandana. You look like you got a train to rob after the show. Oh, you know, <laughs> I'm, I'm COVID ready at all times. Even not, even you guys are so so sick. I have to have a bandana on. <laughs> Don't want to catch the computer <laughs> virus. This <Miss> you. <laughs> Well, glad you could be here with us. So thank you for joining. As always, we are also joined by comedian, scholar, and the black voice of reason. It is always a pleasure to welcome Mr. Time and Ship to the show. Welcome, sir. Uh, thank you, Dave. Power to the people. Good to be here. Ready to get things rolling in this crazy world. And, and crazy it is me i'm dr david robinson i am your vin scully for the impending apocalypse and hopefully fingers crossed for the current one we do have a lot to talk about this week after a brief message from our sponsors at community spread it's morning in america and people are waking up to the great taste of community spread i kind of want toast but it can be so boring Butter, margarine, jams, jellies. I want something new. Here, try this. It's community spread. But you've already taken a bite out of it. What are you, smooth down there? Try it. Whoa, that's sick. But what's in it? What's in community spread? We're still waiting for the CDC to let us know. Well, it's deli- Wait, did he just say the CDC? That's right. Community spread. Available at... Actually, I don't know where I got it. No, but seriously, back to that CDC thing. And it's not just for toast. Pancakes, waffles, sandwiches. Why, there's no telling where it'll show up. Community spread isn't recommended for older adults or people with chronic health conditions. Stop using community spread if you've experienced difficulty breathing or shortness of breath, persistent pain or pressure in the chest, bluish lips or face, new confusion, or an inability to arouse. Community spread. From the folks who brought you, I can't believe I'm not better. It's the toast-topping sensation that's sweeping the nation, and there's nothing you can do about it. And if you barely acknowledged community spread before, try unmitigated spread. Unmitigated spread. It's time for another peak. Well, maybe, maybe not. I don't know. We've got vaccines hitting the streets. We'll be talking about those in just a moment. But before we get to them, Election Day finally ended this week, yet again, with the Electoral College cementing the victory of the Biden-Harris ticket. 
Fun facts, it is National Hard Candy Day and National Oatmeal Muffin Day. So we have choices, which is which is nice. Uh, as of today, not only do we have choices, we also have... Timpani. 313,740 Americans dead from the coronavirus and 17,507,400 confirmed cases with an average of one person dying every 27 seconds. That brings new meaning to the phrase every passing moment. And as long as we're talking numbers, we still have 628 immigrant children who remain separated from their parents because, hey, still trumps America for now. But not for that much longer. We have, I mean... Okay, Christmas is coming up at the end of the week. But for everybody, world round, whether or not you celebrate the holiday on the 25th, it's going to be like Christmas in January, on January 20th, when Joe Biden is inaugurated. And we're still going to have a lot to deal with, but uh, we'll at least have officially entered the cleanup phase. Well, the guy said, Dave, that January 6th, they said, look out. That the Republicans are planning some more shit. Yeah. Well, they're not going away quietly. I'm actually right now reading this Maggie Haberman thread on Twitter about this crazy meeting last night in the Oval uh, where, you know, Pat Cipollone, Meadows, Giuliani, uh, what's her name? That crazy fucking attorney with this. Uh, what's her name? Shelly Long? Uh, but, yeah, what's her name? You know, the Kraken attorney. Um, and they're having, they were having apparently big, what's her name? Marky post. (laughs) (laughs) So, so a a meeting of the council on the election fraud, which we knew about, but I mean, they're really trying to do the coup. I mean, there are people, there's, there's the division. It looks like, See now, here's a question and realizing that none of us here are actually lawyers, from what I understand about appointing a special counsel, uh, that can only be done if there's a conflict of interest within the administration. And I, I heard this discussed on some show when they were talking about the uh, the whole Hunter Biden special investigation that Trump wants mm-hmm. to open. And they were saying, well, you know, constitutionally, there's no reason for that because this is already a case. Well, not only that, but it's something that's already being investigated by the the DOJ Delaware branch. So there's there's no need for it other than pure political vengeance. And one might be able to say the same about a case looking into the quote unquote election fraud. Uh, which doesn't exist, but, you know, it's, this is, I, I know I've railed about this whole manifesting things through positive thought, but this is what the Republicans are trying to do, you know, and if you, if you caught any of the hearing this week on alleged election fraud, nobody actually said there was any fraud. What they did say is a lot of my constituents believe there's fraud. And it's like, mm-hmm. well, yeah, that's because you keep lying about it. Fox keeps lying about it. Right. OANN and, and Newsmax, for Christ's sake, they've got whole mini series based on it. So I, I think 
I, I don't know if any of the, the lawyers who were in that meeting in the Oval you were talking about, Erica, actually practice law anymore, or at least uh, according Sydney to Powell what's on the, the books. One we, I was forgetting. That's, yeah. Dear Sydney, another another sitcom. Uh, Swoozie Kurtz, you should have gone with Katie. What's her name? Sydney, Sydney, Sydney Powell. Powell? No, yeah. no, it's Tiffany Amber Thiessen <laughs> is the name. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, God. Oh, boy. Uh, yeah. So it remains to be seen whether any of this is going to actually go anywhere. But much like what's happening with the Pentagon and the transition or their lack of a transition, they're throwing enough sand into the gears that yeah. it doesn't matter so much if they actually accomplish their goals as that they're gumming up the system. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Well, it's like we were talking, Dave. I mean, when they stop having the sharing the information with Biden, tell me we'll do it after Christmas. And the guy said, uh, no, uh, we didn't we didn't agree to no shit like that. What are you talking about? Yeah. And, you know, so what do you, you know? Because they know they, they they do know if the information gets out. They're going to find out how rotten this motherfucker. That's why he. Hey, everybody's jumping ship. Yeah. Everybody's getting their get out of jail uh, ticket right now. Yeah. Because it's going to get exposed now. Once he's pardoned, and they're trying to they're trying to do away with the evidence. I mean, that yes. they don't want people poking around in there until they've wiped their discs or whatever. Well, and I'm wondering also if they're if they're creating new evidence because. One one of the whole things, you know, of them uh, trying to buy time, it could be because they just haven't done the work. So, oh God, we got to they they, they want to look like we tried to do something well, about. Yeah, yeah they want to know what our what our plan is for distributing whatever. the vaccine. Uh, I'm right on top of that, Rose. You know, and and it's it's right not happening. That is a deep cut. Thank you. <laughs> if if you go back to Krebs. The, the guy who's over the CIA with the CISA. Yeah. CISA, CISA. Yeah. yeah, I mean, all you gotta do is talk to him. He's like, dude, you fired me, and I told you was everything was good. So that let me know as soon as they fired him, but they had already been in, this hack had been going on for six months. Yeah. So somebody let him in. I can't believe that our they let them in. They, our government, Trump and his people let them in that i mean why else would not trump not have denounced putin he's still out there saying that it wasn't russia again right which is why trump came out this morning and said no maybe it's china i'm you know by this afternoon trump will probably be blaming a 400 pound guy on on his bed in the basement we're back to that but that's i mean that's the thing about the the way this whole administration has gone and not to talk about it as, as pure drama, but you know, this is a reality TV president as, as we have, as everyone's been saying. So, you know, what, what I was just saying about the, the transition and just gumming up the works. Well, if, if that's the case, then the whole Putin thing and the election interference was foreshadowing because if you remember, you know, way back when we actually had investigations into this kind of stuff, 
they they said, well, no, he didn't. You know, Putin didn't necessarily want Trump to win. Obviously, that would would be the preferred outcome for him. But what he wanted to do was gum up the works. He wanted to, to sow doubt, and the Republicans are continuing that to this day. So, I you know I I'm I'm concerned on a Susan Collins level. Uh, concerned well you know a well, lot a lot of people are, are trying to steer the discussion and, and will will the republican party be able to come back and the fact of the matter is and i don't know if you guys saw the uh the article from i, I believe it was from the root that uh that i put in the briefing this week but saying that there's no such thing as trumpism and i i mean the article basically says all of these things that that Trump has brought out were always there in the party. It just it was a change in marketing. You know, it's this this used to be the quiet part that you weren't supposed to say out loud. Now this is what we're selling. It's no longer a bug, it's a feature. Yeah. Yeah. You know, and how does how does that manifest itself? I don't know, you know, big ass MAGA rallies in Washington DC with quote unquote proud boys, you know, defacing black churches and beating up people in the streets like Trump's personal Gestapo. David, this is gonna come across as funny, but I don't actually mean mean it that way. It really appeared that Trump's reelection campaign slogan was go fuck yourself. <laughs> Like, you know what I mean? Like seriously, like, well, what are you gonna do? Are you gonna do this? Are you gonna it was go fuck yourself. Yeah. Like it, ser- it, it like yeah. like it seriously could have been fuck you. I mean, it's because that's that's what it is. That's what you know. Oh. I mean, the whole fuck your feelings thing and fuck off and and I fuck mean, it really is wanting democracy and fuck you for wanting a president who is going to enact policy or even have policy. You well, know, much yeah, less but enact it. Have you I mean, seen the stock market? Your COVID. <laughs> <laughs> no, that's you know that's one of the things that. Eric, I believe you brought up earlier is the the distribution of the vaccine. And with the Moderna vaccine getting ready to hit the streets, I I believe Monday, we're we're seeing news reports this week about uh, a lack of distribution of the existing of the Pfizer vaccine, where the White House is calling states and telling them, yeah, your your allocation has been cut. And Pfizer's got millions of doses on the shelves waiting to be told where to send them. I watched Maddow's coverage of this. And, you know, I feel like it's a little disingenuous on her part and other people's parts to be like, well, what are they doing? You know, where's the Pfizer vaccine? You know, I mean, it's just so patently obvious that they just this administration didn't do the work. A big surprise of figuring out a distribution plan. I mean, it takes a certain amount of work, and they don't want to work. They're too busy criming and stealing and stuffing, you know, judges onto courts and you know, new hires into permanent positions inside the federal government and all We're of that. Qualified, unqualified, permanent. <laughs> Yeah, but they're they're really great at brown nosing. And going going to Katie's point earlier about Trump 2020, fuck you. I'm also 
reminded of of the the famous JFK quote, but retrofitted for for our times is ask not what your country can do for you, but what you can do for the president. Mm hmm. Mm hmm. That's what it's been. Hey, yeah. if, if you think it's a little bit unnerving that the wealthy and well-connected are the ones who are going to get the vaccine, wait until the water supply gets more scarce. <laughs> well, they're already donated. Merry if Christmas. You donate 25000 you can get your, uh, you can get the show. Yeah. Well, that's, mm. there, there are people who are trying and that's, you know, and one of the things the wealthy, though, they tell they've already started well, their, their, not a know, lot of, not a lot of poor people running around with 25,000 bucks for a shot. <laughs> and you they know. wouldn't give it toward a shot anyway. They just well, put on a mask and stay away from people. You know, what you do, it's, I mean, just knowing how scams work and seeing how this administration has been just running a perpetual scam, many culminating in one gigantic scam. Well, but you charge well, they, them. You charge them twenty five thousand dollars for the shot, but then in two weeks you tell them, "Oh no, 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 no! That wasn't for the whole thing. That was just for the first dose. You need the yeah. second. That's going to cost you another twenty five. Oh, yeah. at least. I mean, you already got them on the hook for twenty five. If they need the second dose in order for it to be effective." I'm, I'm sure you know, they're finding you know. out that they might need not need the second dose. Did you guys see that article? No, I think it is. And it, it's they're finding, you know, that maybe the initial booster is will be enough. For the ASIP, uh, also for ASIP, uh, symptomatic people. Yeah. 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 Right. Yeah. You're right. Yeah. So I think you I think you liberals are losing sight of the fact that we still have 32 wonderful days left to hear about <laughs> Trump care. Uh, Trump uh, care. Oh, I, it, come it's coming in two well, weeks, well, right? It's <laughs> big, beautiful health care <laughs> that uh, he's got to do Trump care and infrastructure week in the next 30 days. <laughs> What? Almost forgot about infrastructure. And, and what week. he's also going to try to do is build more wall. I mean, they're yeah. still fucking putting that. There's a lot to do. There's a lot Wait to do. Where, where is Don McGann's? Where is Rosenstein? Where's all these people who were, you know, because some of these guys are hiding. And I, you haven't seen Kushner. You haven't seen yeah. Ivanka. You haven't seen any of these guys. I saw Stephen Miller on a Fox deal, but he got uh, Lou Dobbs went off on him, cursed him out. See what the fuck are you guys doing? Wow, you know, you know, but you don't see these people. They got to be hunkering down somewhere. But maybe they're they're you know all seeking counsel with short term Attorney General William Barr about uh, so what? Uh, how are you able to negotiate your? "Quote unquote resignation uh, without any angry tweets. How'd you do that? <laughs> I can't believe there's another thirty days to go. I mean, I I don't know about you guys, but I'm just exhausted by it. Oh, oh. I can't yeah, I, take it. I had someone tell me, well, you know, Ty, when they get in there, they, they got to have transparency, and I said, no, Trump has to go. I don't give a yeah. shit what their transparency is." I want this asshole going. He has he has fucked us, and this is this is the greatest thievery ever pulled off. This I mean this and wait a minute. 
He didn't even hide it. When they said that the emperor has no clothes, he walked in butt fucking naked, and they knew he was naked, and they never said a word. <laughs> well, and you know, he it's, robbed us. It's yeah. almost like you know everybody was waiting for him to shoot a guy in the middle of Fifth Avenue, and the whole yeah. time, like that was that was the MacGuffin the whole time. You know, he's got his crew robbing the bank. I, mean, I still want to know about Kushner's shell uh, thing that he put together, where he made all his money. He, he created some uh, shell company or something to where they right. can, where the kids can make money. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I'm oh, like, yeah. wow. We have a winner. <laughs> no, I have to make that not do that. Honestly, my emails stop making noise. I'm not advanced enough. I can mute all of us or <laughs> email. Speaking of speaking of winner, did you see that there? You can you can bid to uh, blow up his uh, casino. Yeah, I know. Yeah, that's a good one. That's a good one. But my God, I saw uh, someone tweeted out something about a news story that Trump was going to refuse to leave the White House. I, I looked for it. I didn't see it anywhere. So you guys, that's so just don't don't even I don't even give that I, another thought. But my God, excuse me, how much money could you make? If someone would get to like, if you could like be part of a group that drags him out of there. Well, and into the Trump Taj Mahal before, just before <laughs> it's, <laughs> it's not just getting him out of the white house. It's putting him somewhere safe for the rest of us. <laughs> then button. Yeah. Well, I, you know, I think that he's actually going to leave the white house sooner rather than later i mean i think he's going to go down to mar-a-lago for christmas and not come back frankly well, well that's yeah he's got three private homes there. i was gonna say that was one of the other fun news stories this week is apparently yeah, the, the residents of palm beach are are and granted you know donald trump has never entered into a legal agreement that he hasn't weaseled his way out of mm -hmm. but when he converted mar-a-lago from a private home to a private club he apparently uh, signed some paperwork and uh, made a deal with the city that it would not be a a private residence okay. so he can't move there which i don't know maybe he can go to the doral and uh, hang out with the bed bugs no he's got three he's already got three private homes right there and and, and um yeah they, there was an article on i think it was uh, either yahoo news that stated that he has three homes there anyway he doesn't have to stay at, he can't stay at mar-a-lago but he already has three homes there so nearby yeah they're not far away you know it it, it got me to thinking and i figure as long as he stays in that area because one of the things that has been a, a topic in in the press this week is and you know it's just a month away but what is the media's responsibility in terms of dealing with a post inauguration trump and you know there there's some well you just shouldn't you know report on them at all and it's like well no yeah. that's that's like ignoring the problem i i think he should just like give him give him a little honor in terms of the grammar and any news story about him should be capitalized florida man i mean america is used to <laughs> the the ridiculous antics of quote-unquote florida man this is this is going to be, you know, Florida man who thinks he matters. You know, I think that the question about the press is a really tricky one. I mean, in a, on a, in a sense, I mean, I've actually been thinking about this a lot lately because here we are at this strange juncture 
And we have seen how much damage the press has done by both sizing issues, by giving a platform to fascists. Um, you know, they've certainly, they made Trump who he is over the course of decades. And in a way, I think, what do, what do the press do? It's a, sort of an ontological question, you know? I think the press really needs to take a real deep look at what purpose are they serving? And, you know, a free press is a beautiful thing, but a free press in a, a society that is capitalistic as this one isn't actually free, you know? Right. If what we're trying to do is get eyeballs, grab headlines, bring in viewers, all of that, then all that gets caught up in truth and so on and so forth how do we disentangle this it's it's a really hard question i think yeah no i agree i think and you know we'll see what happens in terms of the the georgia runoff in january because that is going to determine what congress is actually going to do and allow the white house to do but i i think it's time to bring the fairness doctrine back I agree. Yeah. Mm -hmm. I yeah. think, you know, it's, it's kind of it, one of those things. It, it's like the voting rights act, you know, it's yeah. that, We're that came about because there were states that didn't want elections to be fair. And, and to be fair, there are still plenty of those states yeah, out there <laughs> uh, that, that hasn't gone away, but I think, you know, the fairness doctrine is, is like that. Like we have seen that, like you were just saying, Erica, the the press does the both sidesing and and what have you. So we need we need some regulation. I mean, you know, everybody throughout the Trump's election and everything, everybody would always say, "Well, what do the Republicans have that we don't?" And the answer would always be Fox News, right? But I feel like we do have our liberal media outlets, you know, I mean, MSNBC, whatever, CNN, maybe a little less. And I think that I think that's OK, you know, to to declare where you stand as a media company and to select your audience that way. I mean, we can't. Yeah, but you, you got to stop masquerading as news. If you're going to do that, you know, it, it's opinion well, and entertainment I think it needs to stop masquerading as being objective news. Right. I mean, you know, we when we say news, we imply that there is objectivity and, you right. know, and that comes to be interpreted as as both sides ism. Right. You know, well, of course, because we're objective, we're going to show each side of this argument. Um but I think that like people are are don't have lost the facility to to see the difference between this and that. Like people want to get the they want to have their biases confirmed, you know. Well, and I and think my that's bias is that you know I feel that like the Democratic Party is the more sort of truth wielding and caretaking party than the Republicans. You know, the Republican Party is now become Trump and just pure power for power's sake, you know, and for that reason, I'm not interested in watching Fox news or ONN or whatever, you know, because I don't trust that to be true. Yeah. In terms of MSNBC, I see that there is bias. I see that those, those hosts are pitching a 
point of view. I know where they stand politically, but I don't feel like they're they're doctoring the news. I think that's that's per- exactly yeah. That's that is the main point that I I think there's a a, a false equivalency set up between yeah. MSNBC and the Fox, Newsmax, OANNs of the world. That yeah, like you said. They they definitely have their opinions on things, but they are still doing fact based reporting. <laughs> yeah. You know, it's not just making shit up to piss off the locals and and rouse the farmers. Get the torches and pitchforks. Get your polo shirts and khakis. I mean, well, that you know what I, I think they also, you know, they they're. Um, I like I like when I like you were talking about you know when we listen to Rachel Maddow and everyone. They're looking to to find to be as pure as whatever. I mean, we have they. I mean, you got people on Fox who are pissed because someone is a doctor, or they don't they don't want Doctor Jill yeah. doctor anymore. Right. Or, I mean, you know, when I, when who are the guests? You know, who are these people who are getting up? And that's one litmus test, right? You know, are these well, and you know, I, I actually I take this one a little personally. This whole doctor issue because <laughs> <laughs> you know I like a lot of other people, although not Doctor Jill Biden. Uh, I I put in my time and and did my research and paid my twenty dollars to an internet based church and got my doctorate. Mm-hmm. Uh, Jill, Doctor Jill Biden, she You're actually so proud of that, aren't you? Well, uh, you know, somewhat. Although one of the things, and you know, saw a lot of the conservatives and people who were attempting comedy. Uh, doing variations on the whole thing of oh you know when someone says they're a doctor in the house and what are you what are you going to do impress them with your degree that kind of thing I actually knowing that that people are fucking idiots and are going to try and pull shit like that I I learned first aid and CPR so yeah well I'm not a medical <laughs> doctor I will I will do in a pinch until. Yeah, hey, it still counts. You, if you go to school and put in the time. I love how the Wall Street Journal tried to, which, by the way, I, um, I'm i very um, uh, wary of uh, Internet outrage. So I read that op-ed because I wanted to see. And it is not only every bit as vile as people were saying it was worse and then the wall street journal decides they're going to defend it by saying something like well she's just a high profile person with a doctorate so we wanted to who's being called doctor so we're kind of like using this as an example to shine light on this important issue i'm like oh you might want to you might want to write the article about fucking dr phil next time yeah (laughs) (laughs) or dr Rand paul uh you know uh, i i think of of these three doctors that we've just mentioned, uh, Dr. Biden is the only one who seems to adhere to the the principle first do no harm. So yeah. <laughs> I, I think if if you are a medical doctor and you can't handle that, why don't we worry? I, it's not such a pressing issue of of who's who's calling themselves doctor and who's in. Well, shouldn't we be more concerned about who's calling himself a president or who's refusing <laughs> to call the actual president elect president elect? You know, the, the, the fascination with Trump and why he has 
supporters is seriously, I really think it boils down to, I mean, there's a lot, there's a lot to unpack here. And I think there are people are going to be writing about it for years, but let's just, it's the Coliseum. Yeah. Well, I think it's, <laughs> I think it's, a, I think it's a mix between lions versus Christians and just basically grammar, high school popularity bullshit. Mm-hmm. It's you, mm-hmm. you know, I'm sure there are people studying charismatic leaders, cult leaders, what have you trying to figure it out. But ultimately it comes down to, you know, coming home from school. Why are they more popular than me? You know what? I understand the idea of if we can figure out what makes these people charismatic, then we can use these evil powers for good. Uh, <laughs> came up with a good idea. Uh, he said he's been talking about white identity politics. And he said that is one of the biggest fears of what those Trump supporters are dealing with. They are not accepting the, the how America truly looks and what is coming. They are not. Yeah. This is never going to be your grandparents' America. We're not going backwards. You might If David Duke's godson has told him, dude, you guys are off the fucking drain. I'm not doing this. The guy went to school. He's a scholar. I, I just saw an article on it. Well, actually, I actually saw it on YouTube. And the kid said, man, once I went to college and got to know different people, he says, man, I was being sold a bill of goods. He said, I, I can't even believe that they think the way that they do. He said, they really schooled him and what America truly is. And he moved to Chicago and he didn't realize how segregated Chicago was. Mm-hmm. And yeah. he said, dude, I got school. He said, my, I don't know what my, my godfather, which is David Duke, and his parents, who are white nationalists. He says, I I don't get it. Do you remember a few years back uh, here here in California, although I think it was out like in Riverside County or somewhere, there was a white supremacist dude who, you know, typical right out of central casting as as some people might say you know wife beater nazi tattoos uh beats his his kids and i don't know if it was his son or his stepson but his uh son. 10 year old just well well the guy was napping pow right in the head ass away yeah he was beating the mother and he was mistreating the son and while he was asleep one day the son went and got his 357 magnum and blew his ass smooth away did yeah so you know if if you don't want to wait until you grow up and go to chicago you can always yeah. just shoot your nazi parents it's uh yeah but you know, mean, that's, it's, it's not, not shooting them it's exercising your second amendment rights right but it's <laughs> standing your ground that is that are coming you know with biden you know doing this whole cultural uh rainbow of of his cabinet you know some people are hot and wait a minute how, how many women do we have now? Um, a binders the, uh, full. Too Congress? many. Too many. <laughs> Congress? Oh, there are some pissed off. But they might as well get ready. It's going to happen. You got more women going to college than men. It's. Yeah. You know? I don't understand the, the what the end game is with white supremacy at this point. I mean, it just. The population numbers, and it's it's just reality. What are you going to do? Here it is. You know, what is your, what do you imagine you will accomplish, you crazy well, fucking Nazis and white supremacists? Status quo. It's, it's, it's all about, you know, because they know 
they yeah. know that you know the the whole supremacy thing again right. marketing but they they I, I think deep down they know they are never going to have their yeah. lily white you know fourth reich in america so what can they do is is if if they can't achieve that the best they can hope for is to maintain the status quo and let's just try and and keep you know these these people of color and women in their place do not support the status quo absolutely and you know we're seeing i i think one of the one of the big stories that I, I found really interesting and this is really gonna put the hurt on some white folk is that Major League Baseball this week uh, decided to acknowledge the Negro Leagues as major leaguers. So that's I mean, where they can which, which, find the which, records. You know, uh, there was a big uh debate on um or was it at? I think it was either on ESPN or it was either on uh, CNN and that one sports guy the brother, he, he even stated, he said, you know, really that's not enough because basically you didn't give, um, those guys never got their due. Oh. And what and what Jim Crow really did to baseball, even though now you want to give them something, he said, I don't know what it'll accomplish, but pretty much I would much rather you told the truth on what Jim Crow did and how it ruined those particular guys, because what you did, what everybody doesn't get, they get the major league, but they don't get the true story. If you tell the truth, I think people can embrace things a little bit better instead of keeping things suppressed and not and just say, okay, here we're going to now make you, uh, we're going to now make you guys major league. Well, well, how did it get that way? People need to know how they did it, why they did it, and that way, I think people really get the gist of what's going on. Kind of like how when people found out about Juneteenth. Right. Well, maybe, you know, Ken Burns. I I think there are more stories. I think it's great. I'm not disagreeing with it, but there are more that, you know, as you peel back the scab, you know, there's just more and more of the, of the, from the original sin that's going to come out. Well, I think this is there. A lot of people want to deal with that. That's why Trump put that, but block that uh, diversity thing. Right. But there are, there are, you know, you, you were talking about, you don't remember if you saw this on CNN or ESPN. This is, this is the time for the media to shine. You know, ESPN has the 30 for 30 series. Let's, you know, do a history of like all Negro league players and, you know, how, like, do a current follow-up with their descendants and you know yeah oh, sure. if if it's a yeah, if it's I mean, a lot of folks think, you know yeah, hanging I, in I the projects going yeah fuck today. that noise that's not changing my life any that needs to be shown it can't all be you know lollipops and roses get ken burns to to do an appendix to his his baseball documentary series well um, yeah i mean uh you know it's kind of like when, you know when erica does her uh her white privilege thing you you should see how many guys cringe when they hear someone say that and they, and they get pissed off, but it's like, she's acknowledging. And the problem is, dude, you don't want to deal with what is or what things came from. And that either that's your way of dealing with it by deflecting Mm -hmm. all the issues. I don't want to, I don't want, I don't want to see it. Well, you're going to see it because you can't keep hiding. Like when they start talking about one thing about the statues that they were complaining about, and Trump said, oh, no, I'm going to block. I'm not going to sign that bill if you guys go through with changing oh, to the take names the Confederate names of off army bases. Confederate names. 
Yeah. Well, if we do the history on those Confederate names and if we do who did it, who set all those statues up and why they set them up. Yeah. One of the one of the memes. One of the memes that I, I, I don't think a lot of people want to go there. I, I saw going around. around with their guns, and that's why they're yeah. walking in. Well, I some keep telling guys, you, you're just you're doing what happened years ago on why there were so many massacres and anything else. It was basically economic fear. Well, and, and, and simple that and racism, and you you look at. Trump fans, you look the and the Venn di- diagram of of Trump fans and and supporters of the Confederacy is pretty much a circle, but it it is very obvious that these are people who uh, do not accept defeat uh, or reality. They love losers. Trump, right. Trump lost. He's a loser. The Confederates lost. They're a bunch of losers. I mean, it goes even back. I mean, that's. I mean. I think I, uh, if I said to you guys about uh, 1899, Wilmington, North Carolina, they did the same thing. They took, you know, they didn't like the election. They formed a coup and, you know, shot everybody, brought in a militia, did the whole thing. They were used to this. And that's why Trump thought he could do it again. And I'm glad that our laws that we have in place and that the Supreme Court told him, fuck you. Yeah, you put us in there, but we don't do that. We, we, we represent the people and the law. We don't represent you. Yeah, I think that also this all of this fear around the coup or white supremacy, white supremacist violence and civil war. I mean, I've said that this before on this podcast, but you know, I really do think it's kind of misplaced. You know, this though white supremacy and the proud boys and the boogaloo boys and all those assholes are front and center right now. That's because they're, you know, this is their environment, you know, Trump is still in office, but think about how quickly it came. And I think it, I'm not saying, I mean, you know, right. White supremacy is always going to be a fact of this country. I mean, even if we were to do reparations and the whole nine yards and defund the police and we are the world, there will still be white supremacists, you know, but they will be driven back underground eventually. And none of these people, did you have any of you guys see the, like the, the video in the Pacifica? We, did we talk, did we talk about this? The mm-hmm. white supremacists running drills out of the wife's wife's car they're all in a pacifica one of those cars <laughs> they're like go 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 you know and they're like getting out of the car and they're oh, just, just pathetic shit <laughs> and these people are not funded trump is not you know funneling money to militias in order to organize a military coup or anything like that and he doesn't have the military furthermore right. I mean, what's going to happen? He's going to go to Mar-a-Lago for Christmas. He's going to stay there. He's not going to go to the inauguration. There will be no dragging him out of the White House because he won't be in the White House. And the Boogaloo boys can fucking go back to under the rock they crawled out from. You know, there's no real future there. It's not a big enough movement as we saw what, this summer with Black Lives and all that. I mean, now that's do, a fucking movement. Do you know what I find interesting is that you're seeing this pivot, and I think that this is where Christianity comes in, and that the Trump supporters are Christians. Mm-hmm. Um, I feel like you're seeing a little bit of a pivot to 
sure, it may be illegal, but we're on the side of the righteous. Yeah. Kind of like, I was just thinking about this the other day, it's kind of akin to killing an abortion doctor. Because, yes, that's wrong, and yes, that's illegal to do, but it's the path of the righteous. So people may not quite understand what's Mm -hmm. going on with the Trump supporters, and people might think that it's illegal what they're trying to do, but at the end of the day... Mm-hmm. They know that they're the path of the righteous. It's a, just a bizarre, um, disturbing kind of pivot. Yeah, and of very course, disturbing. You know, De- what is it? What has the trumpet done but deify criminality? I mean, you know, now he, the whole country has seen our very own president do. Yeah. You know, lie it makes me smart. It you. makes me smart. It's yeah. not. It's not a crime when the president does it. Oh wait, uh-huh. that was that was Nixon who said that. But uh-huh. <laughs> the similarities bear out. It, it, interesting point you're making there, Katie. And I'm I'm wondering, do you guys think this might be why Mike Pence is talking about leaving the country after uh, after the inauguration? Is that what he said? Is why why would he leave the country? You know, because he knows the shit's going to go down. Oh. Wait, running? I'm sorry. Did you did you send that to us and I missed it? What was it? What is uh, it about? Pence no, I'll I'll dig it up. I'll dig it up. I I saw uh, headlines and it was like, well, the huh, shot. Well. I mean, you know, him taking the shot was to deflect off you focusing on Trump. He's trying to, you know, Pence is trying to say because Trump's not coming out. He's going to sit well, back that's, and that's, do whatever. You know, he's not going to help with COVID. Mostly to save his marriage is why he's not coming out. out. And McEnany and those guys to to cover him. Yeah. Yeah, I you know the the one thing that I really would have loved is is when the uh the doctor or uh medical professional whoever was giving Pence the shot on television if right before he gave him the shot he just leaned Joe over Biden. and whispered in his ear and said it's made from babies. Uh I I thought that would have been just lovely. <laughs> You know what that reminds me of? That reminds me of when I was growing up, the the amusement park near me was um, Six Flags Great Adventure. And I was with a friend of mine, we were in junior high, and she kept on, and, and someone had just fallen out and died fallen out of the roller coaster and died like like a week earlier whoops and my friend kept on saying which 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 ride is it that the person fell out of and i'm like i don't know and she's like which one is it because i don't want to go i'm like i don't know so we're like climbing the thing like the scaffolding to get into this it was called lightning loops i'll never forget it climbing it we're waiting we wait an hour we wait and you know we're climbing up we go through we snake through the line we finally get in you put the things over your head and i go vincene her name was vincene i go vincene and she goes yeah and and as we start pulling out i go this is the one that the girl fell out of (laughs) (laughs) you're a rotten friend Anyway, that reminds me of what you just said, but that story was so long that I can't remember what you just said. So I don't know what. (laughs) Well, we were talking about Pence leaving the country because the shit's going down. Uh, And uh, while you were while you were telling the fascinating story, (laughs) uh, but because your story also made me, you know, wonder. Did Did you see the HBO documentary Class Action Park? No. no, I know all about it. Yeah, because yeah, I know uh, both Katie and Erica, y'all grew up on the East Coast, uh, yeah. way up there. And yeah, apparently uh, there was there was this water park in New Jersey called Action Park that everyone yeah. just started calling Class Action Park because 
everyone was just so dangerous getting injured and dying. oh my god i remember action park yeah <laughs> <laughs> Like the never-ending flume that you can, like, snap your own <laughs> neck on, you know. I mean, people, like, drowning and you know, pavement burns. And it's just a terrible place. Uh. So, real quick, and this was reported in The Independent. Uh, I'm reading from Politico here. But apparently, uh, Pence is going to do the electoral college count. Uh, as vice president, Pence has the awkward but unavoidable duty of presiding over the session of Congress that will formalize Biden's electoral college victory, a development that is likely to expose him and other Republicans to the wrath of GOP voters who believe Trump's false claim that the election was stolen. But Pence could dodge their ire by leaving Washington immediately for the Middle East and Europe and according to three U.S. officials familiar with the planning, the VP is eyeing a foreign trip that would take him overseas for nearly a week, starting on January 6th. Oh, my God. He is such a chicken shit. Come on, <laughs> really? Yeah. That's great. Uh, well, they asked him, you know, Mark, Mark Meadows, uh, they made him come back. You know, he was trying to take a trip. Oh, yeah. No, it was uh, O'Brien. It was the... Uh, National Director of Intelligence, so Brian, he he and his wife were uh, supposed to be doing a lovely tour of Europe. I think it yeah. was Maddow who reported including a, a private trip to the Louvre, which is closed due to the pandemic. And I don't know if it was the reporting or the the breaking news of the Russian hack that that oh, I guess I am, uh, yeah, National Defense. That's in my title. I guess uh, Russian hack might be in my purview I, yeah honey we gotta we gotta cut the vacation short i know yeah, next year you gotta put the lies together you gotta <laughs> put the lies together oh boy yeah, yeah. how All many days 30 <laughs> well it it should be interesting um we will we will see what happens well, speaking of, we'll see what happens. This is this is an interesting little tidbit that's uh, that's new from Axios. Is that senior Trump administration officials are increasingly alarmed that Trump might unleash and abuse the power of government in an effort to overturn the clear result of the election. Uh, they're they're just. <laughs> They're, they're just coming to this conclusion. This is, really this is breaking news, everybody. <laughs> <laughs> well, folks, forget about Bitcoin and gold. Invest in pearls because there's a lot of clutching to be done in Washington, D.C. Um, <laughs> pearls. Nature's yeah. candy. Wait, no, that's not. Hey, how about that? How about that big government wide computer hack, everybody? Yeah, that's a that's that? a no nothing. What are we actually at war? Why I believe we might be. Well, the the Russians, you say? That's hmm. an act of war. <laughs> this could this this could be something. Back at it. Let's get back at it. It's all going down. Are they going to shut down? What's he going to do before the twentieth? Although with our with our power grid, I, I think in one way we do have to to give Trump props. Uh, and maybe a lot of the Republicans for for being right about uh, the public sector. And granted, uh, I, I think that the the hack was discovered by the by the private sector 
Did I say yeah. public sector? Uh, but uh, yeah, the hack was detected by the private sector. Now, maybe, and I'm, I'm just spitballing here, maybe the government agencies that are supposed to be able to find stuff like this and prevent it from happening, maybe they yeah. would have been able to do that if they hadn't been filled with a bunch of incompetence. Yeah. <laughs> But, Amazing how that works. Didn't he just fire the guy who was in yeah, charge? Yeah, Krebs. Dude, Tom was talking about earlier. Did he fire Krebs because Krebs was about to tip everybody off about the hack? No, no. He, he, he fired Krebs because he told him that it, was the, that it was the safest election ever. No, I know that's the reason he gave. But I'm wondering if Krebs was also about to blow the whistle on this thing. That's that is well, possible. Was kind of uh, emotional because he said that he didn't get to, to to say goodbye. They built that, you know, they built that uh, that that uh, structure that they put together, you know, over there, and he, he built the team and everything, and they he didn't get to say goodbye to him. They just packed him up and threw him out. No, fuck his feelings. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah, <laughs> and they're they're uh, you know it's, it's uh, they talked to the guy from Microsoft. And he says, this lets you know, he said, well, we got to figure out how deep did they go, what they took. Did they take anything? What, you know, what were they looking at? Because, you know, they put down in different areas. And then what Biden's got to do is make it to where this shit is 100% will never happen again. And they have to make, yeah, that's gonna be to make Russia pay. That's yeah. a heavy lift, all of that. Well, you know, we, he's bringing in the he's bringing in the heavy lifters. Yeah, one of the quotes I heard multiple times on uh, MSNBC this week was Biden's incoming staff knows more going into their first year than Trump's entire staff knows after four years. Yeah, and yeah. it's you know I I know and I I understand AOC's viewpoint on hey how come you know we're not getting everyone we want in cabinet level positions and yeah the short answer is because bernie didn't win but i understand for for the folks who are further left than us that you you may be frustrated because you're not getting all your new progressive people into the positions you want them in but right now you know, before we start decorating and moving the furniture in, we have to to shore up the beams and and the the structure. It's it yeah. is truly you're right a metaphorical infrastructure week. Mm-hmm. And right. yeah, it would be great to have progressive people in, but like Biden's slogan was, "Build back better." And you need to reinforce the the structure. That's yeah. really that's really good, David. Yeah, that's exactly right. Thanks. Well, and, I'm uh, surprised. Well, <laughs> Every once in a while, I, I I clean up well, even on the inside. Sometimes, <laughs> um, but I'm kind of speaking for for the ultra left here, and I I understand their viewpoint that well, that's the whole problem of building it back. You know, it's like we don't want to build back the the old systems we we need new systems and right now what we need is stable systems and as hopefully we we've all learned from the last four years destabilizing everything is not 
an effective or useful change agent. <laughs> you know, so right. it doesn't will, matter what your ideology I, yeah. is. If you're trying to tear the whole fucking thing down, you're still trying to tear the whole fucking thing down. I will add that build back better is to me brilliant marketing, brilliant messaging. I think it's a great message. Yeah, it is a good message. People shat on it when it first came out, but I, I, I think it's it's holding up. Still seems well. Relevant. You know, you know, people shat on that uh, South Dakota uh, campaign. Meth. We're on it, <laughs> and uh, and I'm here to tell you, yes, people shat on it. But it's the only anti-meth campaign I have ever remembered. Yeah, yeah, you you are one hundred percent. Hilarious! God. All right. Well, I think uh, ending on meth is a uh, is a good way. <laughs> meth is such a great way to go out. I yeah. I I think I said this a few weeks ago, but I I am just still waiting for you know the the whole presidency to end with uh, sort of a slow fate of Eric Trump with a snow globe that has the White House in it. (laughs) (laughs) When we look back on this time, we will not believe any of it. Our our descendants will be just amazed that what we put up with now, how fucked this all was, how much crime there was, how we were all complicit in it, in our stupidity... You know, I mean, don't you think all these years of like people not showing up at the polls and all of that? I mean, if there's one thing, and like Timon was saying at the beginning of this thing, you know, the this pandemic has been an X-ray on society, and I hope if one thing comes out of this, it's that people re-engage with politics, you know, and with their own citizenship, so that we can get past this and you know right the ship of state as it were i i think you uh, your ambition and your wishes i 100% agree with which is why i think the whole republican tactic of burn the fucker down has been designed to to burn people out on politics so that come come january 21 there are going to be a whole lot of people breathing a sigh of relief that are, you know, sort of like Steve Kornacki after Election Day. They're packing it back in the box with the Christmas decorations and going, well, we don't need to worry about that for a while. Yeah, I know. <laughs> you know, yeah. it's like like all and it's this isn't just, you know, middle of the road, random liberals or you know, the the barely engaged in politics. This is also this is like the folks on on the far left who leading up to the 2016 election were raging against the electoral college and then after the election most of them didn't do jack shit to to get anything changed so it's like you know a lot of people and it's it's the american way the immediate threat has been handled let's just go back to ignoring the regular uh, just short of immediate threat yeah mm-hmm. Merry Christmas, everybody. (laughs) (laughs) And to all a good night. (laughs) 
Well, hey, you know, my holiday ended this week. Now it's my turn to shit on yours. No, it's, <laughs> it's the American way. So for, for everyone who just got through the eight days, uh, happy belated Hanukkah. To everyone who's celebrating Christmas next week, Merry Christmas. I know I will be doing my part along with, I imagine, a, a whole bunch of the tribe by keeping local businesses around by ordering uh, takeout Chinese. Did it last night. Well, and, you know, Christmas, Jews, mm-hmm. it's what we do. Right. Movies in Chinese. But uh, this time we're, we're going to bring the Chinese home. All right. <laughs> So uh, also Kwanzaa, way ahead of uh, Orthodox Christmas, whatever you're celebrating this time of year, uh, even if it's if it's just a potential return to sane management in Washington D.C., hope it's happy. Yes. So yes, happy things. And with that, let's uh, let's let's call it a day on the show. I want to thank you guys for being here. It is always a pleasure to have you, Katie Massa Kennedy. So great to see you, hear you, talk to you, get your thoughts on things. Should people want to extend that experience into the coming days, weeks, and months, where can people catch you online or in person at your will? Well, you can't find me anywhere in person. <laughs> You can follow me on Twitter at Katie Massa. And I would like to thank you for a, a, a podcast that was filled with twists and, twists and turns. It was a lightning loops, if you will. <laughs> this is the podcast that someone died on, is what you're saying. <laughs> <laughs> well, hey, folks, that's the cliffhanger. Tune in for the exciting. Wait, no one's died on the show yet yet so uh <laughs> goals 2021 erica Schickel, uh thank you so much for being here should you so desire where can people catch up with what you've got going on online or in person in the coming days weeks and months or in print uh later well, next year well, if, if you <laughs> like if you like the cut of my jib and you want to follow me on twitter i'm shickety and that's all plays off of Schickel s-c-h-i-c-k-i-t-y if you want to see my website, which has exciting new things happening on it, at ericashickle.com. And, uh, you know, Instagram, it's all shickety wherever you go. So go <laughs> come hit me up. Right on. Well, thank you again for being here with us. Pleasure. Mr. Time and Ship, always a pleasure. Yeah, Should yeah. you so desire, where can people catch up with you and what you've got going on online or in person in the coming days, weeks, and months? Yowza, 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 Dave. Uh, yep, I'll tell you. I'll, uh, you can catch me at Time Ship at uh, Facebook, Time Ship at uh, Twitter, and Time and Ship at uh, Instagram. There you go, Time Ship Instagram. <laughs> also, you can get my book, My East St. Louis, on um, Amazon.com. And actually, I'm redoing my website, timeandship.com, so I'm going to be getting that out. And, uh, you can get my CD also on iTunes and Spotify, Universal Brother. Thanks. Right on. Well, and yeah, as y'all mentioned, well, Katie, you didn't, but I, I did mention it at the top of the show. Uh, these three all published writers and books make wonderful gifts for the holidays. Ooh. So support, mm-hmm. you know, I, I'm talking about getting Chinese food, support local authors, 
give the gift of, of words and stuff and things. Uh, so thank you guys for being here. Me, I'm Dr. David Robinson. That's right doctor and you can find me on the socials on facebook it's all spelled out dr david robinson on the twitter i am at stand up fall down and if you've made it this far into the show you probably already know but it bears repeating that we are on the socials all spelled out let's be treasonable on facebook and on the twitter we are at l-e-t-s-b-t-r-e-a-s-o-n-a-b-l we take off the ease and pass the savings on to you the listeners speaking of you the listeners want to thank you for listening if you liked what you heard tell everyone you know rate and review us on the platforms where you're listening even some of the ones where you're not and if you didn't like what you heard not sure why you're still hearing it, but thanks for sticking around. Tell you what, you don't tell anyone, we won't tell anyone. Everybody's happy. Everybody stay happy. We will be back next week on the day after Christmas. Until then, goodbye. Goodbye.